Now that everything had returned to normal, he was surprised that there had been no obvious beginning, no point beyond which their lives had moved into a clearly more sinister dimension. With its forty floors and thousand apartments, its supermarket and swimming pools, bank and junior school, all in effect abandoned in the sky, the high-rise offered more than enough opportunities for violence and confrontation. Certainly his own studio apartment on the 25th floor was the last place Lang would have chosen as an early skirmish ground. This overpriced cell slotted almost at random into the cliff face of the apartment building he had bought after his divorce specifically for its peace, quiet, and anonymity. Curiously enough, Despite all Lang's efforts to detach himself from his two thousand neighbors in the regime of trivial disputes and irritations that provided their only corporate life, it was here, if anywhere, that the first significant event had taken place. On this balcony, where he now squatted beside a fire of telephone directories, eating the roast hindquarter of the Alsatian before setting off to his lecture at the medical school. While preparing breakfast soon after eleven o'clock one Saturday morning three months earlier, Dr. Lang was startled by an explosion on the balcony outside his living room. A bottle of sparkling wine had fallen from a floor fifty feet above, ricocheted off an awning as it hurtled downwards, and burst across the tiled balcony floor. The living room carpet was speckled with foam and broken glass. Lang stood in his bare feet among the sharp fragments, watching the agitated wine seethe across the cracked tiles. High above him, on the thirty-first floor, a party was in progress. He could hear the deliberately over-animated chatter, the aggressive blare of a record player. Presumably the bottle had been knocked over the rail by a boisterous guest. Needless to say, no one at the party was in the least concerned about the ultimate destination of this missile. But as Lang had already discovered, people in high-rises tended not to care about tenants more than two floors below them. Trying to identify the apartment, Lang stepped across the spreading pool of cold froth. Sitting there, he might easily have found himself with the longest hangover in the world. He leaned out over the rail and peered up the face of the building, carefully counting the balconies. As usual, though, the dimensions of the forty-story block made his head reel. Lowering his eyes to the tiled floor, he steadied himself against the door pillar. The immense volume of open space that separated the building from the neighboring high-rise a quarter of a mile away unsettled his sense of balance.